B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. It's dancing for the Twitch stream people. Put on a show. Welcome everybody, Nerd Radio. My Send name, the man some tokens. <laughs> my name is Chuck Bean. I am joined by James and Al. Beck. God damn it! I, I, don't, I don't have any fancy intros for you this week. I, I blew them all in the last three weeks, and I couldn't. Ah, find you blew more. your load. I did. I did. The load of them. Call yourself Future Camboy. Dance moves. <laughs> the private dancer. Yeah. Well, maybe. Am I even on camera right now? Yeah, you you are. You uh, just just slightly off camera. Yeah, it's how your face is. My name is Sweet. My name is Chuck Bean. I'm joined is by my good side? Al Beck, who will not stop talking when I'm talking, and James for another week in Nerd Radio. You can find us on your social media, Nerd Radio 101, and you can find us on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream Wednesday afternoons at 11 at Checkpoint, oh, uh, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Thank you very much. Al, where can the people find us in Boston? Rock929rocks.com. Excellent. You thought you were going to stump me because I'm still on Twitter. I was just checking to see if you could multitask. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're here to talk about another week in nerd stuff, and I think it would be remiss if we didn't start with the Super Bowl. Which is not typically a nerd thing, except for... It's like anti-nerd almost, I feel. Kind of, but... There's some pretty big sports uh, fans that are nerds. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you, you, you can't... All right, let me let me start that over. That sentence over. You can enjoy sports and be a nerd. It's not True. like the, these two things are mutually exclusive. Mm. However, the big thing for nerds during the Super Bowl is obviously the commercials because yes. that's when we get our trailers for the movies and the whatnot. Honestly, coming out. we get the our thing I pay attention to. Yeah. yeah, trailers and your Bill Murray's. Yes. Uh, what was that? Even it was a car commercial, well, a Jeep the, commercial. Right? Yeah, where they redid Groundhog Day, and that yeah. was that was hilarious to see. But we got a look at uh, Black Widow, a trailer for that. Uh, we also got our first look at the ninth Fast and Furious movie with your boy John Cena. Yeah, the brother of the uh, brother of Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Yeah, I, the more attractive, stronger, uh, better looking, older brother. I would. You know. am, am I the only one that doesn't see the family resemblance? Uh, you know, mom slept around, had a couple different partners. <laughs> you know. They had a couple different stepdads. All right. Got another trailer for James Bond, No Time to Die. Yeah, I saw we, to do the, anything. There's an article up on the uh, radio station website that it might be three hours long, this movie. that That yeah, is... It sounds like he's got plenty of time to die, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three Dude, hours? I, I, am I, are you guys James Bond fans? I, unfortunately, am not. I'm hit or miss. Okay. I don't mind. Like, Goldeneye, I can watch it and yeah. watch that. I don't know why, for some reason, but that James Bond movie, I'm, like, enthralled with. Yeah. Might be because of the video game. But. Well, in, in our age range, too, Pierce Brosnan is, like, you know, our Bond, you know, yeah. for our generation, I guess. But I am a Bond fan. I have seen almost all of them. I love a lot of them. What's your favorite James Bond flick? Uh, probably uh, Goldfinger. Okay. Yeah. Goldfinger. Yeah. yeah. I actually watched that movie and read the Cliff Notes in my senior year of high school to write a paper on that James Bond. On Goldfinger? Really? Yeah. What, uh, what class was that for? English. Was it Ian Fleming? Is he the author? Ian author? Fleming, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was one of the authors on our list of people that you could read. Okay. And I, I'm the biggest procrastinator you'll ever meet. So you didn't read it? No. So I was like, this paper <laughs> is due two days, you know, in two days. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to find something by Ian Fleming. Yeah. Oh, he's the James Bond guy? Well, hell. <laughs> Hello, Goldfinger. Named after one of my favorite bands at the time. Yeah. Sure. Right. Rented the movie. Got the cliff notes. Got a B minus. Hey, that's not too bad. Not that's, bad at all. It's another great band that's uh, on the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one with Odd Job and Wussy Galore. Yep. <laughs> and, we, uh, used, we used to get random so angry playing Goldfinger on the Nintendo 64 if you took Odd Job because he was uh, an entire head and shoulders smaller than everybody <laughs> else. Gold, yeah. Golden Eye. Or, yeah, Golden Eye. I'm yeah. sorry, Golden Eye. I was like, you're playing the band on Nintendo 64? Yeah. No. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he, he was so short. He was. Uh, yeah. He was. Uh, there was him, and then there was who was the giant guy? Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, because you you could aim at everybody's head except Jaws. You were hitting in the chest, and and uh, hot job you were missing completely, yeah. and it was always a problem. Yeah, we'd actually eliminate. We would say amongst ourselves. If yeah, nobody gets to play. Ball, you can't be odd job. Nobody gets to be odd job. Yeah, nobody's odd job. Yeah. Then my my good friend was still. He would still smoke everybody. No, Am I mixing up? Great at it. I might be mixing up names then. Odd jobs, the little guy, yeah. little Asian guy, yeah. Oh well, because like uh, 
the guy I'm thinking of, he throws the hat and everything. That's, That's odd, odd job. job. It is odd job. Okay, yeah. so okay. Well, I'm thinking of the the like the little He's guy dressed up like a bouncer. Little little. Yeah, yeah. Are you confusing him with the guy from uh, Fantasy Island? Yes, okay. who is also in a Bond movie. Look, boss, the plane. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. he's in a Bond. But movie. But he's not odd job. Odd job okay. is the Asian guy. Okay, that's with who the I. Odd job is who I was yeah. thinking of. Okay, he's like just... a little teeny tiny like lethal assassin. Okay, but he is shorter than. Okay, well, yeah. this is we're off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the big James Bond <laughs> fan. And, and my favorite movie. Well, that's why I like, well, like, okay, so we are thinking of the same yeah. guy, but He's I was trying just... to nerd flex on James Bond and he failed. Yeah, he, he got it all out last week. Again. Yeah. <laughs> stick, to Star, oh, stick to Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to flex those nerd muscles. Stick to Star Trek. Our job's the one that throws his shoe, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just, that's a random <laughs> task. Right, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe? I mean, really? Anyway, clearly as a fan of James Bond, three hours is too much. <laughs> it's the point I was trying to get to. Okay, I gotcha. We talk about wrestling all the time. Clearly as a fan of wrestling, WrestleMania is too much. Four hours is too much. I agree with that, too. We got a trailer for Disney's Mulan. It looks like a very serious movie. I must have missed that one. Yeah, no, I've, I've got live the... Live action? Uh, yep, it's going to be live action. Okay. And there doesn't look to be any room for Eddie Murphy as uh, the dragon okay. in this movie. It looks like it'd be very serious, which I'm sure... Plenty of Mulan fans from the 90s will not be super pumped about. Well, to be honest, have you guys watched any of the live-action remakes? I haven't. I saw that The Lion King is finally on the uh, on, on Disney, Disney+. Plus? Plus. Okay, so over the weekend, uh, my fiancé and I watched the Aladdin remake. Okay. And I'm not, I wasn't impressed. Not feeling it? Yeah, I was like, mm. like I, I felt like they relied too much on the original story uh-huh. and then trying to add a couple other like original songs, and then Will Smith can't do Robin Williams as the genie. Right. So, Did like, he try? Kind of, but like, so Will, like Robin Williams will sing, you know, you never had a friend like me, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but Will Smith is more like trying to like sing, like talk, sing, rap it. Huh. So like all the, all the words was just like Will Smith either do it or have somebody else do it. Yeah. Like, right. It seems like you're not even trying. It seems like he was annoyed that he's got to like say all the words about well, never having a friend and I'm he, sure he wasn't annoyed when he so. cashed that check. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, so even in the uh, um, next animated movie, like it took Dan Castellaneta to be like, "Yeah, I guess." After you know, following Robin Williams, mm-hmm. right? You know, because that's who it was in, in the second movie. Because they had him do like an impersonation, right, of Robin Williams. Yeah, basically, yeah, being the genie. Yeah, and I think that like really pissed off Robin Williams and Disney. If they could be, they had issues. I think Disney had to buy like some fancy like painting, like uh, trying to think of an old school like a van gogh like they had to buy him like an old painting and give it to him as like a hey we're like, sorry like off- yeah. offering <laughs> like please don't be mad at please. i didn't know we any of that to, we need you for the genie yeah don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure something like that uh went down like they had to have like a peace offering to yeah never knew that back. i knew it was robin williams mm-hmm. in the first movie and then i knew it was the voice of homer simpson in the second Juzam666 uh, in the uh, chat says that yeah toy story 4 drops on uh disney plus today oh you'll cry you'll cry yeah. if you watch that one yeah, that, uh, that's definitely. I, I need to. Uh, I need to, to play with that. toys and action figures. You oh yeah, no, Story the other ones got me. The other yeah. ones, like when, when yeah, they... th- I think I cried at most of them. Yeah, <laughs> but um, like three and four, I think hit me the most because I feel like I'm every year I'm going through this, a thing where I'm like, okay, I have to give up some more childish things. And yeah, more of, a, more of an adult. As you're approaching forty. Yeah, as I'm approaching forty, <laughs> like every year I have to give up some more childish things, and like those movies just. Drive it right in. Yeah. Grow up, baby. <laughs> Grow up, you wuss. Quit. You got to be a man. Nope. You got to pay bills. Uh, you talking to the wrong guy about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to make fart noises yeah. and play with my action figures in the bathtub. And yeah. you can. That's the fun part is you're an adult, yeah. so now you don't have to go to bed. You can stay up all night and yeah. do it. So yeah. James is trying to mature much to the disbelief of anyone yeah. who follows you on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> Well, if you can even see any of my stuff on TikTok. Yeah, like, yeah, anything that stays up there, yeah. Down, I swear That's I show fair. a nipple yeah. or I show a butt I'll cheek. And be honest, I've only has ever seen that. the first Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, only ever seen the first one, yeah. What about the other Pixar movies? You see, like, uh, Finding Nemo or nope. any of the other ones? Wally. Nope. Amy's never seen Wally, and that that might be my favorite. There's movie. a few that I've seen, but I don't know. It just kind of got, got out of my wheelhouse yeah, never pretty seen quick Wall-E. after that. Yeah, Alan Old yeah. is not in or Alan <laughs> yeah. so. yeah. I did as a fan not of even Monsters Inc. I have seen Monsters okay, Inc. Yeah. That's a good one too. But I will say uh, from the first Toy Story, as a fan of Home Improvement as well, I think I'm I'm kind of in a minority on that. Mm-hmm. But as a fan of Home Improvement, uh, I like that the uh Everything is working fine. Yeah, right. There's a uh <laughs> uh the, the toolbox has binford on it. Okay. That traps 
I don't know, Woody or Buzz. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. Are you just going to walk around the room and, and be He's in the background of stalking. every one of the? Uh... Oh, are you now? Slowly stalking. What are we? Uh, what are we in for here? You're on the, you're on the wrong camera. Is that Mike Four? Mike Two. There you go. How, yeah. how long have you been in the studio now? <laughs> I don't use those two ever. Oh, okay. No, I thought I'd come in here. You know, you guys need a guest. I'd come in here and regale you with a quick story. Yeah. Oh, oh we love a story. Yeah. Yes, please uh, do. We will ex- say that the, the four cam setup is on that microphone well, over okay. there. It's okay. I got him. I got him. You got him? You yeah. got him? Okay. Got See, this cams. guy over here, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yes. All right? I don't. Nah. Yes. Well, that's why we have you at the drop board. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is your normal seat. Yeah. Well. Ouch. Yeah. See? He Burn. brings the humor again. That's why he's at the drop board. <laughs> no, we, we had a talk. I was like, look, Rob. Bobby beats me up verbally all the time. Can you stick up for me or something, please? <laughs> Appreciate so that. You're go. a good friend. Yeah. You're a good friend. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I want to tell you uh, what is referred to as the action figure story. This is the greatest prank ever pulled off in the history of Checkpoint and everything that came before Checkpoint. It was back in the Limit Rig radio days. Okay. Uh, but this was the, the, the prank that I did that caused Joe to call me. He goes, you are the joker of, like, real life. Okay. All right. So uh, Chris, he you know he was one of the, the the guys in the old Limit Break Radio. Yeah. He was kind of the guy that we beat up on. You know, he's our he, he started out as our quote unquote intern back in the day, and I was right. just very inconfident. You know, very you know humor, blah 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 blah. And so one day I had the idea. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I had this friend uh, in in college who went to like 3D art design and stuff, right? So I sent him a message, and I'm like, hey, could you? Create a few different stills, like progress shots. Like if you were going to make like a 3D bust, a 3D print, and just create a few different progress shots of that for me. He's like, yeah, sure. So I sent him the character that Chris played in the game, Final Fantasy XIV, that we did for this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and he made them for him and stuff. So then I created a fake Google account, emailed the show, and was like, hey, big fan of the show. I'm an art student out here in California. And, you know, juxtaposition, that was Chris's character. He's my favorite one. And for our final project, we have to create an action figure. And, you know, I wanted permission to do it for Chris's character. So you were catfishing him essentially oh, I with, sure a, was. with a and, fake and account. He was so excited that there's someone out there who was creating an action figure oh. of his character. So over the next <laughs> seven months, every like two, three months, I'd send another email with a progress shot. Yeah. You know, from an actual real program of someone making this. And then, you know, when it came time for us to do our, our big show that we were doing, we we're giving, doing this big after party at FanFest out in Las Vegas. I had sent another email. I'm like, it's done. I want to send it out to you guys. So you can like do an unboxing at your big show, right? Okay. So we flew out. Uh, we had a, our, our our producer at the time was driving in from uh, L.A. and I didn't want to bring what was actually the action figure on a plane. Yeah. So I had her go and buy it and bring it to us, and uh, it was a 12 inch pink dildo. Ah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and uh, in in this club, you know, where we're live streaming, doing everything, I hand him the box and he's tearing it open, and he's so happy and super drunk. He is <laughs> so drunk. He doesn't drink often. He's a big guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he has the low lowest tolerance right so okay. he and he's a happy drunk too thankfully for probably for right me, for my safety but he opens it up and he sees this and had he not been drunk the disappointment would have been palpable and he may have physically harmed me <laughs> but there's a video out there somewhere you can actually find the video uh on yeah. youtube if you look up probably something like a limit break radio action and figure how, or something how drunk was he he didn't fall on it did he at some yeah. point no 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 he didn't uh the dildo was lost by the end of the night though yeah, exactly oh. he fell on it oh no someone yeah lost yeah it either ended up in a lost and found somewhere or someone took it home and had a good time but uh you're a little monster yeah yeah lost and found uh just remember that's the potential that's the potential oh, that lies what, within me. Is that what so. we're, we're looking forward to, uh, the Nerd Radio action figure next year? Maybe. It'll just be a series of them. One day. You never know when you'll find a <laughs> dildo day. in Robbie. Well, let me know if you need so, the yeah. Incredible Hulk's dog, because I do have that dildo in my collection. Great. Yeah. Great. Uh, James, James anyway, has extensive collection. I thought I'd come in here and you know, make show entertaining for once. So you guys are doing a good job. <laughs> Continue on with the hard work. Oh, Thanks so much, time. Robbie. Thanks, Robbie. Robbie from Checkpoint XP. And- God, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm at his seat. We'll see what I can muster up in here. Yeah, why don't you break something over there? <laughs> yeah. something? Jesus. You know, we were oh. talking, what, was it a couple weeks ago about having diarrhea in these chairs? Like, you have my permission. <laughs> um, what else are we talking? The Super Bowl. SpongeBob movie. They're getting another SpongeBob movie in there. <laughs> I must have missed that one, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go from dildos to SpongeBob. Hey, nerd radio. Don't ask. <laughs> have you seen Patrick? Yeah, well. He looks a little bit. Uh, yeah, the SpongeBob movie's coming out. Snoop Dogg's going to be in it. Actually, Patrick does look like one of those tip vibes that uh, Cam Girls buy. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg's going to be in it. Keanu Reeves is uh, is a uh, – his face is in like a burning bush. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I was never a big uh, a big SpongeBob guy. No, so, yeah, it, that's also not part of my. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, I was, then moving on. Well, yeah. I mean, I was in on like Nicktoons and yeah. stuff, but like I think once I put down, once I came to terms with me not really sh- should be watching Rugrats mm-hmm. and what uh, Ren and Stimpy and stuff, I was like, here comes SpongeBob, and I kind of put it behind me. Right. Well, the other thing that uh, the, the the thing that I thought was the biggest deal is that Marvel Studios gave us a little sneak peek of WandaVision. Uh, Captain America, the Captain America show, Winter Soldier, and uh, Falcon and Loki, and nothing too big, and definitely not a uh, like, hey, these are coming out on this day. Just mm-hmm. the, hey, we're working on these. They're on the way. Yeah. They're on the way, kind of thing. So there's a really cool scene where you can see Falcon throwing the shield mm-hmm. and uh, and practicing. There's also a really interesting scenes going on between Wanda and Wanda and the Vision. The Vision, yeah. So do you know what this, the Wanda Vision is? It's uh, from the looks of it, it's going to be based on the story that led to her in the comic books having a mental breakdown because her powers are to be able to screw with probability and whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And Vision is dead in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it sounds like she's going to bring him back to life using her powers. Um, in the comics, she also uh, she was unable to have children, so mm-hmm. she used her powers to make it so that they her and Vision had twins. Oh, and when everybody found out about it, and they were like, "You can't, you can't just change reality." To, to have it's not fair to the kids it's not fair mm-hmm. to the to reality i there's a really amazing scene of doctor strange going you need to put them back ah. wanda which put the, put the kids back put the kids back wanda <laughs> put the kids back that led to her about 15 years ago uh having a mental breakdown and doing the the house of m event in uh in the marvel's uh comics books universe which led to her saying no more mutants and eliminating 90% of the mutants mm, wow taking away all their powers so be interesting to see, and it's supposed to lead into the um, Doctor Strange movie because she's oh, supposed okay. to play a big part in that. That's right, because this some of the stuff is going to be like even intertwined across like Disney stuff, right? Like the yeah, the streaming shows, the yeah, programs yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all going to yep. be tied into the the movies. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate that so much. Let's take a break, and uh, we got a whole bunch more to talk about, including is, is Phase Two going to be where Marvel loses me? Uh, well, or whatever the next phase is. Phase four. Phase, phase four. five. Um, there, there's a Nicolas Cage movie on the way we talked about a little bit. I've got a release date for you on that and some Apple TV news, which I'm sure Outback will be very interested in. Coming up on Nerd Radio. Hey, this is David Howard Thornton. You might know me as Art the Clown from the movie Terrifier, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome back. It's more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Chuck Bean, Al Beck, and James sitting in the Checkpoint XP studios for another week and talking about all things nerd. We were discussing the uh, Super Bowl ads from last weekend and this weekend, a huge weekend for nerds, locally and non-locally. This is when the Birds of Prey movie finally comes out. Yeah, I'm actually going to see it uh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, you are. Nice. Yeah, you get to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn again and uh, a whole bunch of other people. Uh, they, it's funny that the villains in this movie are kind of like third-tier Batman villains, like Victor Zaz yeah. and Black Mask are the main villains of this particular movie. And then um, you've also got uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is playing the Huntress, which is going to be super cool. She was Ramona Flowers in the uh Who's the Zaz? Program. Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, let me see. I've got the IMDb up here. Chris Messina. Victor that name Zaz. sounds familiar. If yeah. I saw his face, Let me pull. Zaz. Yeah, he's the, in the in the comics and the and everything. He's the guy that's got all the check marks on it. Every time he kills somebody, he makes another. Well, mark the reason on I him. asked okay. is the the guy uh, who did it in uh, in Gotham was so good. Right, oh, he was awesome. That's okay. He's like the albino bald guy. Yep. Yeah. Zaz. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he was also in that Barry show. Which gotcha. was, which is yeah. really good. Right. He was really funny in that. And uh, Ewan McGregor is playing Black Mask. So that's going to be. I've seen some some preview uh, stuff with that. Is all what's going down cool. in the Birds of Prey? Because I don't in know the any of the characters movie. other yep. than Harley Quinn. You're going to see um, uh, Cassandra Kane, which uh, ends up being Batgirl in the comics, which is pretty cool. And Renee Montoya, who is a uh, Gotham police officer. Okay, they're all going to team up to take down uh, Black Mask. It'd be pretty. Uh, it, look, it looks like a fun movie for sure. I feel like there, a lot of people are going to are sleeping on this movie mm-hmm. because the DC movies have been so eh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they have kind of been eh, but uh, I feel like Margot Robbie's going to. You know, that milkshake's going to bring all the boys to the yard. I'm sure. Absolutely. I know that I will definitely be seeing it, but I won't have an opportunity to see it this weekend because we're going to be out at Astronomicon yeah. all weekend, happening at the Wyndham Gardens here in uh, in the Motor City in Sterling Heights. So many people. Have you gotten any of your uh, any any photo 
You bought any of the yes, photo stuff so yet? I've, uh, I've purchased my ticket to meet Alexa Bliss nice. on Sunday. I'm going to get my uh, Royal Rumble chair signed. Excellent. And uh, I've secured the opportunity to have my hair cut by the one and only Brutus the Barber Beefcake. With, ah! I'm hoping with the hedge trimmers. Yeah. I don't know if i got to bring my own hedge trimmers or not. But, uh, you know, those are the two big ones that I'm going to be involved with. You right. Know, I'm sure I'll be hanging out with the Twisted guys a little bit. You know? Yeah. I know that uh, you, you'll be you'll be out there on Saturday for a couple hours. I'm sure yeah. I'll see you then. And, and then you, you said the uh, you said you're doing something Friday as well. Yeah. Friday, I'm the guest um, lifeguard <laughs> for the first and last Astronomicon pool party. So, I got permission to wear a man thong around the pool. I'm going <laughs> to people running. Make sure nobody drowns. And um, sad, Sunday, I'll be hosting wrestling trivia. Nice. So I'll be, I will actually be there all weekend. So. Are you working? At, like, are they handing you uh, questions, or do you have to come up? Oh with them? no, they have. Uh, these questions have already been written. Cause Excellent. I'm like, I don't have time to sit and write trivia questions right. about wrestling because my knowledge is casual. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like casually, casually knowledgeable. So. <laughs> James, casually knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the uh, the rips man food and bruises Friday too. So yeah. like while you're while you're walking around in a thong, I'm gonna be getting me some food. Well, see, the pool party is before the man food and bruise. So oh, maybe maybe coming maybe. to get dinner. Yeah, my fiance is working an event in another. Uh, there you go. Another location, so I'm gonna get me cool. some free grub. Yeah, for sure. I know that Amy is is shooting. Uh, uh, she's doing photographs for some concert or something that night. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get yeah. some food. I don't know what you're doing. Free lunch. But yeah, Astronomicon is going to be a great time. If you want to go back in the archives, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I got to talk to David uh, Howard Thornton, who was Art the Clown in Terrifier. Uh, he's going to be out there at Astronomicon. Charles Fleischer, Roger Rabbit going to be out there. Kevin Eastman, Ninja Turtles, and both the guys from Clerks, Dante and Randall. Yeah, that's a big uh, deal, those guys. Like, it's a big reunion. Yeah, I know. I've seen... Dante was at a Comic-Con here about four or five years ago, but I guess uh, the guy who plays Randall, Jeff Anderson, doesn't do cons. So it's a big deal yeah, that he's going to be there. there. is a big deal and be yes. able to do that reunion. And Dante so. is supposed to be there that day. Yes. He is, yeah. No, he, he is, is scheduled that there. day. So he's, he's on the schedule. I'm sure plenty of people ask him to say he's not even supposed to be here today. No, it'll be a fun time. And uh, something else that's happening this weekend that I'm super bummed that I'm going to miss out on is... Uh, Netflix is dropping the first season of Lock and Key. You reminded me about that Monday or Tuesday, and yeah. I didn't realize it was coming up that quick. Lock and Key is quite possibly one of the coolest comics I've read in the last maybe 10 years, if not ever. It's definitely my top five. This is the one where the dog, you know, like a human can see what it's like to be a dog, and you're joking that I would yep. just end up yes. looking at my genitals? Yeah. Yep, okay. for sure, yeah. The, these, uh, it does seem like a joke we would make. Yes. <laughs> uh, a mother and her, and her three kids move into a, uh, a house... Uh, after a family tragedy that uh, the kids can hear these whispers in the walls and they find these different keys that open different doors that give them uh, different magical abilities, okay. which is kind of fun. And there's some uh, there's some horror in there. It's written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's uh, son. Uh, the comic is fantastic. It, it is, is very the, good. The writing and the art is just amazing stuff. And I know they've been pumping up uh, like promo little clips on Netflix for mm-hmm. it, So, but I haven't watched any of them. I haven't seen any of those promos. I knew it was coming. You had mentioned it uh, here yep. on the podcast. And I did read the uh, I did read the comics. That was one of the things that Chuck lent to me, and it took about a year to even start it, and then I blew right through them because oh, so it, it, it was, was really very good. good, huh? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, no, it was, it's it's cool stuff. Yeah. I'm it was one of those like looking at the stack of trades next to me was really intimidating, so it took me forever to get to it. But once I started, I couldn't stop. Gotcha. Yeah, I had to make sure that we were done with The Witcher before we got through uh, Lock and Key, so we finished that a, a couple of days ago. And uh, it ends real strange. It ends like we're definitely coming back for a second season. The Witcher? Yeah. Okay. But uh, it, I, I, you know, I can repeat pretty much what I said about it when I was watching it earlier, that it's 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 a great... Now, you played some of the, the games. I've or... never touched the games. You never touched the games. No, okay. I never played the books, never touched the games. So this is my first experience with okay. the, the world of The Witcher, which I feel like was cooler because there's a lot of stuff that happens that you just got to go, okay, cool. Yeah. Like that... somewhere in episode five or six, there's like, they, they haven't mentioned dragons up to this point, but there's dragons. And you're like, yeah. okay, it's a fantasy world. Sure. Why yeah. wouldn't there be dragons? Sure. Okay. Because that was going to be my, my next question. I thought you had played one of the games. Have you played any of the games or anything? Are you familiar? Not, no, okay. I don't know anything about Are there any like ancient alien warlords? There are not. Okay. Not that I'm aware of. So there's no sci-fi kind of stuff. Okay. All, all of my familiarity going into is I've heard the title before, and that's it. Yeah. Is so, the main character a witcher? Is he a witch hunter? He's called a witcher. It's kind of a like a D&D class okay. of monster hunter. Okay. Uh, he, he goes from town to town, and if they're having problems with a vampire or werewolves or so some it's kind like, of monster. So it's like a medieval times version of Lorenzo Lamas' Renegade. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, for sure. Cruising around on his motorcycle. <laughs> the town. Oh, got you guys got trouble with gang members? Well, talk to my Native American master friend here and my hot uh, girlfriend, and we will take care of the issues. Nice. He's got he's got a horse named Roach. Oh, okay. Pretty fun. Uh, that, that's what I was telling Amy when we got done with it. It's funny because I am more invested in the characters and their interactions with each other than the the actual world building of, like, there's a big war that happens near the end of the first season. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to see uh, Geralt the Witcher dealing with the Bard because they have a real fun dynamic where, like, he's super annoyed with the Bard at all times. And the Bard's... That's good. That means it's good writing if, you, if you're that vested in the characters. Yeah. You know? And I like the uh, each particular episode is like there are one one hour episodes forty five minutes roughly, uh, but each particular episode is like one mission or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he rolls into town and they have a problem and he agrees to take Similar care of it. Similar to Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I dig that. I the like whole that story, story gets wrapped well. up, but it also still like attributes to the long term story. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, there's definitely stuff going on in the in the middle of it too. So I recommend it, especially if you're into fantasy stuff. I'm not super into fantasy stuff, but I thought I had a fun time. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a cool show. Is Henry Cavill believable with that white hair? He is. Okay. He, it's the it's the eyes that bug me. Yeah, because they go kind of cross eyed you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. It's real strange. <laughs> yeah. Every time Henry Cavill's looking at me with that white hair and those yellow cross eyes, I get all funny inside. <laughs> yeah, you can tell if somebody's a main character because they've got different colored eyes. Like oh. there's a there's a witch uh, or a mage named Yennefer that has like purple eyes, and there's okay. this little girl running around that's got like these very very blue eyes. Okay, if somebody's got a weird color of eye, they must be a main character in The Witcher. Mm. I also uh, caught up on the second episode of Star Trek Picard. Oh, very nice. Um, digging that, and I was thrown. In this particular episode, by the fact that two different people drop an f bomb, and then I was like, "Oh well, it's CBS All Access, so you know you don't have yeah. to worry about that stuff." But a Star Trek show where people say, "What? Woo. Oh my god! DMS <laughs> in the house!" And after see, like I had to turn. The, I missed the second one. I had to turn the subtitles on the first time I heard it, and I'm like, "Did she just say no?" And I had to backtrack it and turn the subtitles on yeah. to see it. And then this, it happened a second time, and I was like. Are they going to let Patrick Stewart say the F word? Yeah. Right. I mean, Fudge. Yeah. <laughs> Has Patrick Stewart, as the character of Picard, ever cursed throughout any of the movies, the series? Well, Does he, he have a potty mouth? In the very first episode, he says, uh, which is, of course, the French word for uh. F. Okay. <laughs> I figure, well, here's the thing. Well, like DMX. I, is, like, does DMX speak in French? Does he speak in French or not? You know, I mean. He does. Like, but I, got, I love the idea of DMXing out both words, yeah. uh, which, of course, is the French word for uh, yeah. so, Wait, what's the word for what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, so that's what it was. The, the choice I made there was to try it. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, like, that is like. A French swear word. Yeah. And it they, is on the broadcast television of Star Trek The Next Generation in Encounter at Farpoint. Yeah, because they were like, until we have to put this over in France, like, well, nobody's going to know this is a bad France, word. In France, they just dub over shit, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? What, <laughs> yeah. what is that weird American word? Yeah, uh. but it's so interesting to me that that did make it, yeah, it, whatever, but... Um, DMX is going to be all over this particular <laughs> conversation. <Yeah. laughs> Hope you're writing down some time. Yeah, right. Get the four cam up for DMX. <laughs> it's a great show. It is. I'm, I'm really. But I will say though, I don't like slipping the swear words into Star Trek. I mean, it's right. It feels you, strange. You have the, and I'm certainly by no means offended by swear words at all. Uh, the only sensitivity I have to it is our job. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be listening to a song, like a, yeah, like an Apple Music or something, and I'll hear yep. a swear word, and I freak Whoa. out a little bit. Oh wait, I'm not on the air. It doesn't matter. Uh, um, but uh, I don't know. Like it just—I feel like it makes it l- slightly less accessible when you make it slightly See, less th- family friendly. I was gonna say I think the them them slipping that in is trying to make it more accessible. Like it's the Star Trek universe could be your you know your. Listen, is an f bomb gonna make James show up to it? Like knowing that there's an f bomb in Star Trek, do you feel like you want to show up and watch this show now? Kind of. <laughs> To be honest, kind of. I'm right. doing my point. But, um, <laughs> yep. I mean, I wouldn't tune in just to, so I can hear, like, Patrick Stewart say the F word. Right. Like, that, mm, not a big deal. But I feel like putting that in there makes all those characters a little more relatable to normal people that use the F word. Right. In regular conversation, you know? <laughs> I, I actually, I, I can sell you on <laughs> The Witcher because 
Uh, Henry Cavill says the F word at least four times throughout the season. Nice. It's just, it's almost his catchphrase. Oh, Like wow. in the very first episode, he gets surrounded by all these guys and he tells them like, you don't want to do this. Like you're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And then they all draw their swords and he just looks at the ground and goes, fuck. Oh. <laughs> and I, that's it. Like it became, after the second time he did it, it became a thing where every time he'd do it, I'd laugh. That is, well, the place and time that happens, I don't think they use that word. You know, so I feel like, like as to what you're saying yeah. in terms of uh, it's like it kind of doesn't between... belong in there. Yeah, it doesn't also belong in there. But to the same token, to me, I see the F word being in Star Trek the same as uh, Luke Skywalker dusting his shoulder off <laughs> right that's... before he fights an entire fleet of you know Imperial officers. That was where I was actually going to go. Is like I, can't, I I don't think anybody swore in a Star Wars that I, no, that yeah. I can remember, and that would that would feel real weird. Yeah, if somebody said the F word in Star Wars, I'd be like. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon starts, you know, doing that thing where it's sputtering after Hans and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, it'd be really weird. Oh my god, I feel like the title of this episode has got to be so much DMX, so much DMX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, but th- that's how I feel about it, though. Like, I, t- I do love the idea that the people who <laughs> normal people use the F word are underrepresented in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Like, in the world we don't of Star have, Trek. We like, like we don't have Joe Pesci. It's a word. It's a word. Get over it. Like, now I do want Joe Pesci to make a guest appearance in a Star Trek <laughs> something. Yeah. What am I, a clown? That's the other am thing. Am I a Starfleet too. officer? Yeah. yeah. Am I making you laugh? Yeah. Am I, going am I here to, to command you? Yeah. <laughs> am I commanding you? We're going to. I don't forget. I forget. The, do you understand the me? Do you under, have a universal translator? And say, do they go to infinity and beyond? But that's Buzz Lightyear. It's Buzz Lightyear. We're going where no man. You think I'm going to go nowhere? No man's gone before. Beep beep. Security. Get your shine box. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Uh, but that's the other thing about watching Star Trek Picard is watching Patrick Stewart interact with the people who are like putting together his crew for for his mission. I wish he would come back. I wish Marvel would pay out whatever he wants to make him come back to do a show on the Disney stuff where he's Professor Xavier and it's just like this series of shows about mutant kids and he's just like he just shows up they get their powers something terrible happens and he shows up at the end of the episode he's like come to my school I will will teach you I'd watch that I just to address something you just said about him gathering his crew okay such I think even James could relate to this moment on the show of Picard where there's like where he's got to go do a thing, and he's got to assemble basically a crew. And he's like, well, of course, I could call LaForge and Worf and Riker, and they would all answer my call. And as a nerd, you're like, yes, yes. He's like, but I won't do that. I'm like, ah, ah son yeah. of a bitch. Oh, oh, God damn it. <laughs> do it. Call them all. Gotcha. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, you <laughs> tease. You son of a bitch, Patrick Stewart. Oh. You're showing me. You're showing me those bosoms. You're bending over, but you're not going to let me have my way. Damn you! There's the title of the episode: Patrick Stewart's bosoms. <laughs> yeah, showing us those bosoms. There's more work for DMX. <laughs> and here's something I wanted to. I, honest, honestly, I wish I had Steven for this too, because I'm. I don't. I don't know that he'd get the joke. How but the he, hell do you spell bosom? B o s s u m. It's not a U in bosom. It's an O. Oh, is it? B o s s o m. <laughs> Friggin' okay. spelling nerds here here's, today. Here's what you do: you put it in your phone and hit. Auto correct and see what happens. Yes, but um, here's here's the thing that I was I was listening to the X Men podcast that I absolutely love. Jay and Miles explain the X Men, and it's an episode from like 2017. But they have listener questions at the end, and somebody asked them about with the they have the danger room in the mm-hmm. in the mansion, which yeah. is essentially the hollow deck. Yeah, um, and they were they were asking, do you think anyone has used the danger room for a bathroom? Like any but like the bathroom is full in the house, so they just go down in the danger room and just like have it. Turn into a That's bathroom. Brilliant. And 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 you know could could it possibly do that? They had some nerdy you know explanation a Colossus like, has had a monster <laughs> juice <laughs> right in the danger this, room. Dude, the Col- Colossus can yeah. only deuce in the danger room. Yeah, like his, his deuces are so lethal, he has to do them. As in matter of fact, room. any room that Colossus yeah. is deucing in is the danger room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that also brought up the idea of you know at at any particular point, the Xavier Mansion has had a whole bunch of teenagers in it. And you can they oh, they, no. they oh, said no. you cannot tell oh, me no. that teenagers have you know the capability to have a holodeck essentially and haven't used it for porn. Yeah, well, well they're, they're doing down this road. They're doing the Will Riker. Yeah, right. I was gonna say I would I would be in the danger room all the time. And I mean that, that's something that's come up 
you know, very with like Lieutenant Barkley in the uh, yeah. Star Trek show. <laughs> That you know the 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 holodeck has absolutely been used for maybe not sexual ex- escapades as far as the show. I concerned. think there is an episode where something semi-sexual is happening, and Riker ends the scene by saying, "Like, if you need me, I'll be in the holodeck." <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not. It's not a joke. I am pretty sure that is canon. Right. That he went off to bang a holographic hooker. Like. They- Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say in in you know in the future, it's not like there's a janitor on the on the Star Trek Enterprise, so it's not like somebody's job no, to clean the no, holodeck. Like peep show mop guy. Yeah, yeah there's, there's yeah, certainly there's no not a peep show mopper. mop guy. Right. Right. Exactly. Then, yes, exactly. And well, when the holographic emitters shut off, that's all that's left. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's what I wanted to ask you, the Star Trek nerd, is like, is there with the uh, what are, what are the things they you know make the food with and everything like that? Oh, the, the replicators. Yeah, the replicators. Is there something they can do with the replicators that makes it so they they can just like sanitize the holodeck after every person's been in there? Well, there is a a, a theory that what happens to our waste is that all the matter is broken down and eventually right. is recycled into they the. They use it to make the food in the replicator. Partially. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, gross! Because it's all everything around us is nothing but matter, and that's what the. Uh, the replicators work similarly on the fictional science of the transporters. Man, I just got transferring this, matter. I got this thing of chocolate pudding out of the replicator. <laughs> Man, it is really bitter and gritty. Yeah, yeah, the buffer's that is broken. So gritty. It doesn't taste like chocolate. Somebody, needs, oh. somebody in engineering needs to fix the replicator. Oh man, can we get some sugar in here or something? Something to sweeten it up. It's so yeah, it's real bitter. And Why dark. is there corn that, in this pudding? That, Ooh, that might be how they came up with that mac and cheese ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but like the, the sexual stuff, they they poked fun of that yeah. on the Orville. Yeah, there's yeah. an episode on the Orville yeah. where the one guy was addicted to going into that room and uh, oh for sure having sexual interactions with uh, a holographic being. You yeah. know, there's got to be people on the ship too. That if you go to the holodeck and you, like you, you always check who was in here last. Oh, I'm not using this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I know what he did in here. Yeah. I'm not using this one. <laughs> or, you know, if you do go in there, bring a mop. M- mentioning the Orville, though, sci-fi comedy, man, that Avenue 5, I was telling you about that. It's yeah. a new show on HBO. Dude, it's really good. It's well, really I'm, good. I'm actually, I'm glad you brought uh, up a new show because explain to me, you have Apple TV. Yes. You were telling me, in fact, we'll talk about it in the next uh, segment, you were telling me you were catching up on Doctor Who because yeah. you bought the season pass on Apple yeah. TV. What is Apple TV Plus? Oh, that's like another streaming service. Okay. I have not. That's where the uh, that morning show show, whatever, the thing with Steve Carell. And, and yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Yeah. That's what that's on. But yeah, Apple's trying to get into the streaming service game. Right. Because I, I saw a story saying that uh, shockingly few people are taking advantage of their free year of Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. Like oh. if uh, if you bought a iPod an iPad Touch or an iPod Touch, an iPad uh, or an iPhone or a new Mac. They still make iPods? I guess. <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, but if you bought those from stores, you get a, a free year of Apple yeah. TV Plus. A lot of people just aren't even cashing I in I didn't know it. you could do that. I just got a new iPhone. Does it count if I got it through Verizon? Maybe. I don't know. Check with uh, – look it up, man. Okay. Do a lot of times stuff like that happens if you buy an Apple product through like even Best Buy or something. You'll get a free year of Apple Music. Right. If you, or but, like but I, 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 I don't know if it's Verizon new... to get the, uh, the Disney. Yeah. For I don't know if it's like an existing customer thing or not or if – I already subscribed to Apple Music. Do I have to? Can I resubscribe or can I? I don't know. But um, yeah, no, I had heard that. I think uh, Dave from the morning show had gotten a free year. That's how he got it. He just bought an Apple product. Okay. Oh, there you go. But um, yeah, is anything I want to stream on it? But if if I had it for free, I would check out the Steve Carell show. Yeah. But like Jason Momoa's got some show on there too, and it doesn't look interesting at all. Right. Is the Steve Carell thing a show or is it a movie? It's a show, I think. Okay. The thing with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Okay. Like the the morning show thing, I think. But it's, again, I haven't yeah, really it's, looked into it's it. The that one much. that's yeah. like uh, taking kind of it's loosely based around the whatchamacallit, Matt. Uh, yeah, uh, Lauer. Lauer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. But there I was wanna... like a there was like an Apollo Eleven show too or something like I couldn't I can't remember if it was like a it might have been like a revisionist history type of show like what if Apollo Eleven went differently or something right there was some sort of space show too on there that looked really cool and i was like apple tv plus it's like, ah, go f yourself i'm out <laughs> well there's a new show on apple tv plus coming out this friday called mythic quest raven's banquet it's a sitcom put together by rob uh McKellen-y and charlie day from it's always sunny in philadelphia oh, yeah, yeah, charlie day yeah yeah and it uh is mac it, and charlie yeah mac and charlie and it takes place in a gaming company that is making a new expansion i think i saw a little for, preview for this on youtube but i 
I skipped the ad. Right. Yeah, but uh, they're I, from what I can see, they're both in it. Uh, Danny Pewdy from Community, Abed. Oh, oh nice. Okay. He's also in it. So it almost sounds like a streaming version of the uh, Silicon Valley. Is what it That's what they said. Of. It's a little bit you would you get the guys from It's Always Sunny and then kind of mix it with Silicon Valley, and it's not quite as dirty as you would expect. No, between the two of them. What's well, the the review that I'd read on CBR.com said that you you would. You would wish to push the boundaries a little bit more, but the concept sounds fun. Yeah, I like the idea of it, and it sounds like they got a good uh, cast of players. So Al does not have Apple TV Plus. That no. was that was my main question. No, no, I just have the device. All right. Well, then, fair. That's all I got to say about Apple TV Plus. We're going to come back in just a minute. We got some more. So we will radio. not be discussing that. We will in the next not segment. be discussing that in the next segment. <laughs> However, we will get to what's going on in the new. Blew the tease. <laughs> There we go. However, we will be talking about what's going on in the next Doctor Who or in the new season of Doctor Who. So, can I turn your mic back on now? Are you going? I don't know if I'm going to play anymore. (laughs) You going to be a good boy, Al? We're coming back. Hurry up, so I can start. I want to sit back down. It's still real to me, damn it! Pause that game. It's time for more Nerd Radio. I don't want to see it. I also assume that maybe out Chuck is going to cut this part out and he's going to start fresh. No, no I feel like we're no. just going to leave this in. <laughs> That's how this works. So I just figured we'd plug the Twitch channel, which you can find us, James. Check, uh, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP Wednesday morning starting around 1130 a.m. <laughs> do you want to feed me your line and then I'll do it? I'm taking charge here. <laughs> where, <laughs> else, where else can you find the show, Al? Taking the oil. <laughs> well, at WRF.com and also in Chicago, Chuck. In Chicago? <laughs> And uh, the Rock 92.9. Rocks.com in Boston. Rocks yeah. Boston. <laughs> Nerd Radio 101 on social media and YouTube. Eat my ass. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am offended. That sounded more like an invitation instead of like a... Like a how dare you. <laughs> how dare you. How dare you. It's got it all... Uh, <laughs> Oh, this whole, this there segment is. is a mess. It's got, it's got all covered in stars. It's real hard. A mess. So, Doctor Who's back. It is. With the new season. If only we had a TARDIS, we can go back in time. Al, tell us about Doctor Who while I have a uh, sinus fit over here. Well, it's back. All back right. To- thanks. <laughs> thanks, Al. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, we appreciate your yeah. input. Is it back I, on TV? Is it a streaming service? What, what's, what's the it's deal? It's on now? BBC America, oh, which okay. I had to purchase the iTunes season pass because I, I get my TV through Hulu. And they don't have BBC America, but I love Doctor Who, so I'll go ahead and buy that. And the BBC back. is the British Broadcasting yeah, Company, correct, and yeah. not the other. It's not the other thing. No, no, it is not <laughs> the big black ones. Okay. No, it is not. I was like, ooh, they have BBC America, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> James has yes. American men only, and he knows. Yes, <laughs> and he knows it's not on Hulu, so yes. he's going to continue his search. Yep. There's BBC Radio too, um, but ooh. there is. Yeah, they, just, they put a mic right up to that wiener, yes. right up to it. It sounds like, yes, I do hear a BBC in the distance. <laughs> Doctor uh, Who. <laughs> um, there are some familiar faces that came up in the in a recent episode. It is interesting that this particular season seems to be each particular episode has something from seasons past to kind yeah. of make if you if you haven't watched it in a while, you make you what? kind of want to. Oh, I want to tune in and see that. There is a lot of social commentary too in this. There is a lot. There has been since uh, since the new showrunner came on, and they've got the new female doctor yeah. as well. Like there was a scene that uh, sort of uh, showcases the fact that there's a giant swirl of trash in our ocean, right? Um, and there's something hiding underneath it. They talk about there's the the episode I really liked the Orphan Fifty Five. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like another. It, we've seen it before. We've seen it with David Tennant. You know, like a vacation destination, and something goes wrong. Yep. And it turns out it's the a very dark future for the Earth without getting too, into, too deep into spoilers or anything. Right. So a lot of social commentary, a lot of cautionary, like, hey, it's not too late to fix stuff, but we're kind of breaking the planet right now. There's a lot of that uh, six episodes into this season so far. Um, but like you said, uh, you had said that like um, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of interesting stuff in the episodes, but everything ended with something that was sort of like, whoa, like that. Yeah, they're, do- they're doing a lot of cliffhanger kind of endings yeah. where you're like, oh, my God, it's a monster from season two. I want to I see how the new Doctor deals with that monster. Oh, my God, it's this character. I haven't seen this character in years. Yeah, almost sounds like a reboot. Almost, a little bit. 
I mean, but that's the that's kind of how the Doctor Who show works. That it's, it... That's that's kind of the charm of the Doctor Who show is that they can get a different actor to be the Doctor through the in-story uh, explanation that the Doctor is a Time Lord, which is a type of alien that when they die they regenerate, okay. and when they regenerate yeah. they have all the memories of who they who they've been and what they what they've done, but they turn into a new person yeah. every time. So it's it, say... so it is the same person. They have a but they have a unique uh, personality each time they change. So the female Doctor Who you don't refer to her as gynecologist Who. No, <laughs> no, well, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. No, I, you know, and I like her, Jodie Whittaker. I yeah, the show is it's it's not the show from. It's weird to think that the show's been going for over ten years now. Yeah, this and, is season twelve, dude. Yeah, like oh, you know, the, of this like of this iteration yeah, of Doctor Who. Because starting with season one, it, I mean, it's the ninth Doctor at that point, so yep. it's like it's a continuation, but it's also a reboot. The way they did it, you twelve know. seasons with the female Doctor, or just twelve uh, just seasons two continuing seasons. the yeah. whatever since the original... they came back in the in what the early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean the original Doctor Who goes back to like nineteen sixty right two three something like that. It's been around a long time. And uh, David, uh, not David Tennant. Uh, who's who's the first doctor? Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston is going to be at uh, Motor City Comic Con this is year. Is he? Yeah. Nice. That'll be interesting. He seems. Uh, is he still bitter? <laughs> I I feel like. Which he's, I get it. Though. I'm sure when he's getting money for, he's getting fifty dollars from fans to deal with him for three seconds and get a picture. He's True, fine. but he seems like he he doesn't want to come back or do anything like they did the whole no. day of the Doctor thing. They even got Tom Baker back, right? The fourth Doctor. Um, they did that. Well, they did that uh, big special where they had Matt Smith and David Tennant together, and they didn't get him back for that. They ended up yeah, getting John the, Hurt to be the the War Doctor. Yeah, that, that's the Day of the Doctor episode. Yeah, yep. John Hurt was the War Doctor, and they did have, like I said, Tom Baker was the uh, the caretaker of the museum. Yep, and he was he played the fourth Doctor. Yeah, with the long. So what's this guy so bitter about? Uh, okay, well the thing is, he was a big fan of, as I understand it, this is another "don't quote me on it" type gotcha, of thing. Yeah. So as I understand it, he was a fan of Doctor Who. He understands that he would have eventually been replaced, but like I said, when they start, when they rebooted it slash continued it, they were kind of looking for a whole new audience uh, that maybe had never checked out Doctor Who before, the classic stuff. So they wanted to establish, I'm guessing, right away that that he regenerates. So Christopher Eccleston only got one season to be the Doctor, and then they replaced him with David Tennant, who did what, like four seasons, three or four? Yeah. Um, and again, like it's a when you are the Doctor, you're only going to be the Doctor for like three or Your four. Your time years. is limited. Your time is limited, and you know that going in. But I feel like he didn't feel like he got a chance to really explore the character because they only gave him the one it's season. Okay, like, hey, give me like two seasons, right? I think that's why he's bitter because I do think I think they did reach out to him for that day of the doctor like let's get as many right. former doctors as we can in this thing and I don't think he wanted to be involved again don't quote me on that mm-hmm. but I believe that's the story behind it I remember him saying in an interview somewhere that he didn't want to get uh typecast and that was one of the reasons he only did one season of it but he went from doctor who to being destro in the GI Joe movies <laughs> okay or being uh he was uh Malik in the friggin' second Thor movie. Like, it's not like you took steps up. <laughs> right, yeah. But if that's the explanation, he shouldn't care that he only did one season and, yeah. and he should have come back for the Day of the Doctor thing and completely undoes that entire thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you need me, I'll be over here. <laughs> there you go. I found this story. We, we talked, I think, briefly about a month ago about this Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. Uh, that has released. Are you going to do your Nicholas Cage impression for the Twitch viewers? There you <laughs> go. Uh, that's coming out March nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one. It's yeah. called "The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent." <laughs> that's hilarious. Is it written by the guy who did like being John Malkovich or the? Uh... I don't think it's uh, directed by Tom Gormican. I'm not familiar with his work. Because wasn't Nicholas Cage in a movie where he played like his own twin brother as well? Uh, he was in Face Off. Well, other than Face Off, I thought there was a movie where he's got like curly hair and he's kind of a chubby guy, but he has mm-hmm. a twin brother, so he plays the same character twice. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I need to watch more Nicolas Cage movies. I, I, no one's ever said that. Oh, no. I, I, he is def- if, if Keanu Reeves is my number one in the same way that James loves John Cena, then Nicolas Cage is probably my number two. Wow. So he's your Channing Tatum. He's, yeah. <laughs> If he's in a movie, then I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see what Nicolas Cage is about to do. 
<laughs> Channing Tatum. I don't remember if I said so last week, but I went last Monday with my uh, Talk Horror to Me podcast co-host Shawnee, and we went and saw the new uh, the new Nicolas Cage movie, The uh, Color Out of Space. Which is, I didn't uh, even know that was a movie that was out. It's a it's an H.P. Lovecraft retelling. Okay, with with him in it, and it's funny because there are specific scenes in there. That I was like, this scene exists because you got Nicolas Cage. This, oh, scene probably. Did, this scene did not exist in the original script, they but you got Nicolas it. Cage and y- he did this and you went, well, that's what we paid for. That's yeah. why we wanted him. I'll tell you, you go see Con Air, you go see The Rock and you go see uh, Raising Arizona. Oh, I love Raising Arizona so much. Yeah. Never that, seen it. Oh, it's such a funny ass movie. It's one of the first, it's the Coen Brothers. It's one of the first yep. Coen Brothers movies. Oh, okay. It broke uh, ground in like filmmaking because they used the camera. They moved the camera around to give you like a baby's eye view of the world and some yeah. points that had never been done before. I remember learning that in film school. I was like, that is a groundbreaking move. That's, I was going to say, that's, that's amazing that that yeah. was the first time that that was used. Yeah. Was that Thumbs same, up, Coen Brothers? Same film class that you blew off the, uh, the James the, Bond? James Bond. <laughs> no, that was actually high school English, <laughs> okay. which was a required uh, to graduate to get my, uh, my diploma. And the so other that thing you, was just uh, so that you could go to film like school, film studies, yeah, right. Gotcha. Okay, Al, me and you have been lamenting the fact that your year of Marvel Unlimited has has been up for the last couple yeah. of weeks. This is more important to the people that are uh, watching us on Wednesday than the people who are listening to the podcast. But today, Wednesday, the fifth, fifth. every hour, Marvel Unlimited Twitter is giving away five years of Marvel Unlimited with Marvel trivia questions. Ooh, really? Yeah. There's a spot to go flex those nerd muscles, Al. Yeah, for sure. I'll, be, uh, I'll definitely be on my Twitter all day. Yeah, I was going to say. Trying to get me some of that. But I thought that it was. It would be me who won it over you. It would though, be. Because I have no reason to <laughs> win well, something like that. probably some dumb thing that you only you know about Deadpool or something. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if I text you at like 7 o'clock tonight being yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. For, for those who don't know, I got just doing a thing with a radio station. I got a year subscription to the Marvel Unlimited and it was one of those, like, I know I'm not going to use this thing. So Chuck used it, and you used, used it a lot. I used the hell out of that yeah. thing. Yeah. I okay. don't think I read a goddamn thing out. So I'm glad no. you used it, because otherwise it would have gone completely to waste. But that's, that's what else is funny. We were talking in the last segment about Star Trek Picard. Amy didn't pay our Hulu bill, so our Hulu is currently not Uh-oh. working. So I send you to collections. Yeah, right. My, my Seinfeld pilgrimage is on, on hold right uh. now. But I sat down the other day. I was going to put on some something on Hulu, and it wasn't there, so I... Pulled up your CBS All Access. I watched Picard, and then I saw the Taxi was on there, and I watched a couple episodes of Taxi. Oh, there you go, James. <laughs> I like it. I love the theme song, man. It's so I, soothing. And so relaxing. do I. I uh, Monday, I found a playlist on Spotify that started with a Taxi theme, and then nice. it was just all this smooth, <laughs> smooth <laughs> nice. jazz from the early Kenny '80s. G? Yeah, Kenny G Songbird. It was. It, it was. I, I passed right. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Felt like such an old person. You know, the taxi theme is amazing. It it's is an amazing it is, piece of it's music. It's a good song. I'm surprised I haven't heard more people cover the taxi theme. Dude, there's a, a follower on my Twitter who I'm trying to get to flesh the song out more. Yeah. He's done a heavy metal version of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised yes. I haven't heard different versions I'm, of it. I've been begging him. He's busy. He's you know, he does a lot of voice work and voice acting and stuff. But I'm like begging him, please, dude, I need you to make this heavy metal version of the taxi theme. I am probably gonna sit down with my guitar do. just to figure out how to play the, the well, main hook. I will pay you for it. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'll get right on that. Yeah. Right after I figure out how to play the toss your coin to your witcher song, because that is an earworm. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's in the second or third episode. The bard plays it at the end of the episode or something like that, and it's turned into an internet meme, and it's it's a real... I, I Once again, I had to, there's a bunch of heavy metal versions of it on, on uh, online. They're just... Toss your core to the witcher! <laughs> it's ridiculous. Some of them, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good, and some of them are like, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is awful. <laughs> yeah, it might be what they're going for. Maybe that's what I go for most of the time. Is being yeah, being ashamed of yourself. I'm hoping it'll go it'll go viral for being so awful. So a lot I know of people don't realize I put a lot of work into things to be awful. Do we want to talk about your Twitch stream last week? It's all bad. That that's not why I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I, you had some major rage in there. Oh, dude. Well, I feel like I got hosed. I feel like I got hosed. Yeah. This time, even though I went back and watched the replay and I I missed a few of those shots that I thought I okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had some major rage. I feel like the realm realm royale was really messing with me. Right. Gave me a hard time. Yeah. It was. Uh. I, I was. I was worried for you because you were so angry. Dude, like, I was. I've, I've been that angry. Well, it, it's been a stressful week. Yeah. Know, dealing with some other new projects and stuff that's right. been on my plate, and so I was stressed out and was tired. So I was grouchy. I didn't want to abandon the Man Thong Mafia for two right. weeks because I probably won't be able to stream this week. Yeah, you'll be in the, the Thong this week. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I, I still got to put on a show. You know, the show must go on. 
<laughs> and then I just like I just felt like the realm was just slapping me around with a double ended dildo. The, t- the, <laughs> the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza that you put on. Yeah, the, uh, the one realm. man off Broadway tap dance extravaganza. Anybody who watches me after they get smoked, yep, I put on a little show. Well, if you're uh, if you're a video game player, especially a console game player, the new games are out for uh, the the services. If you've got uh, PlayStation Plus, you can download uh, The Sims Four in February and Bioshock the Collection, which is all a whole collection, all three Bioshock games. I gotta go download those all in one. If did you have PlayStation Plus? I don't know. Is that you got to pay extra for that? I think so. Yeah. Oh, then never mind. I okay. <laughs> but that's uh, the other. The third game they put in there that's is the annual subscription to go online and stuff. So you probably. Have oh, it. then I do have it. Yeah, yeah. you probably have yeah. it. Okay. But they, I, the I could th- talk to you guys on it. The third game is also Firewall Zero. It's a PS VR shooter. So PS VR. Yeah. Oh, I got to download. So you can it download that and check that out. Yet uh, to use my VR anymore. And if you're an Xbox One gamer and you've got games with gold, the new games that came out this particular month are a uh, racing game, a dirt bike racing game called Isle of Man. That does not sound like a dirt bike racing game. The uh, the adventure Sounds game, like a gay porno, Call of Cthulhu, the the remake Call of Cthulhu, which I dig me some. And uh, the 2004 Star Wars Battlefront original game is oh, uh, free. Yeah, free on uh, Xbox wow, wow. Live. So that's pretty cool. And that's all I got for you. Oh, no, I, had, I, I wanted to tell you guys, cleared another game off my stack of my backlog. Yeah, I finished you? up uh, Silent Hill Downpour Ooh, over the last scary. couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, the Silent Hill games are one of my favorites. Oh, it was scary. Because the, the, whereas the Resident Evil games are more uh, military-based and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, like jump scare, Silent Hill is all psychological stuff. It's all... Dude, Silent Hill is terrifying. Seeing stuff that's like, Ugh, I don't want to see that. That's gross. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff, but yeah, I've uh, and yeah mop, mopped up uh, Silent Hill Downpour. And it was a fun game. It's the last one that they made on the consoles. It's got some interesting Easter eggs in it, and it's uh, kind of fun to run around and whack stuff with a stick. I should. I, there's one more ending that uh, this sell, really selling the game. It's really scary. You're walking around and whacking stuff with sticks. <laughs> well, there's there's weapons on the ground all over the place. So sometimes you'll find a shotgun, which is cool, but there's only you know five rounds in the shotgun or something yeah. like that. Silent Hill is more. A oh crap! There's a monster. Run the hell away! Because mm-hmm. every Silent Hill game is not. It's the a, only way I'd be able to play any of those games. <laughs> every every Silent Hill hero is not a guy who's really good at, at combat, okay. and that's it. Whereas like the controls in the original Resident Evil were art garbage, but you were supposed to be playing this like military guy. Yeah, was Silent Hill like the excuses is like you're just playing an average Joe. He has no idea how to fire a gun, so that's why you're bad at it. But I, it was fun. It was good stuff. I think I'm on the verge of beating the Untitled Goose game. Yeah. Dude, I love that game. That game is so much fun. It's such a chill, relaxing little like puzzle game to play. Like uh I'm I'm blown away by it. Yeah. Like it's just like the taxi theme is th- soothing, the music is soothing, like the game itself. I feel like it's done in the Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember like the old old school Curious George cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more so like a storybook. So mm-hmm. there's like an image and then they turn the page and then you know the images and there's a narrator telling you the story. I get the same feeling when I play Untitled Goose Game that I got as a kid watching that Curious George little cartoon thing. It's wild. That's fun. So, but it's you're a goose and you just bully a town. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. You know, you got to make a guy like, like walk around barefoot and you get him to break Steal a neighbor's mace and like all this crazy stuff uh, that you do as a goose. Uh, I like I can't as wait you to do go as home a goose. Today. Yeah. Have you seen that somebody made uh, an app for like the for the the desktop that you can get a goose that just wanders around your desktop no. and opens up windows oh, and man. and like when you I, I saw somebody make a TikTok video of this goose and when you go to close the windows of the goose home, he runs over and grabs your mouse pointer and pulls ah, it away. That's awesome. <laughs> that's uh yeah, the game is a lot of fun. I'm excited to do actually beat the game. You remember yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago I told you about that game where you play a Roomba? Yes. And the people are breaking in the house. Over the over the weekend, that was on sale on Switch for like four bucks. Really? So, yeah, I picked it up. It's hilarious. Much like Untitled Goose Game. Hilarious. That's funny. Oh, he's, he's back for more. He's Uh-oh. back. Uh-oh. Guys need to stop taking my stuff. <laughs> right? Oh. Your own headphones. Nope. Nope. We pooped in those headphones. Yeah. He bagged them. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's Nerd Radio, guys. Follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Thanks for showing up Wednesday afternoons on the Checkpoint XP Twitch. And, of course, thank you for downloading us as a podcast. Rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, wherever you're getting Nerd Radio. And come back next week. for uh, I'm sure we'll have a whole bunch of stuff, from, uh, stories from Astronomicon to tell you all about. And it'll be uh, a good time. And I'll be here, too. And, yeah, Al will be here to interrupt <laughs> me while I'm talking. You've been the very- German interrupter. <laughs> 
Auf Wiedersehen. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, Thank nerds. You. I have spoken. You were very quiet this week. Did I did I throw you by turning your mic off? He felt he feels violated. <laughs> yeah, he violated him, Chuck, by turning off his mic. He's like, "Don't take my voice away from me." You're killing my vibe. Oh, God, son of a! Oh, I'm back in the chair. Oh. See, even Chris Burke, sixty-two, saying very relaxing. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Jeez. Hell, just cursing over a nice chill song <laughs> like this. Some... I'm back in my chair now. There we go. Sweet. Sweet transition. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nerd, uh, some, some Nerd Radio. <laughs> it's, uh, it's time for fun. <laughs> and then Chuck forgets the name of the show. Shut up, Al. Uh, Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio. It's already the, uh, broken. I, I love it. XP. This isn't the podcast. I'm just saying hi to the Twitch streamers. I'm saying hi. Oh, well, they know it's broken, Chris too. Berg. Yeah. So, you know. It's to Chris. Hey, Chris. (laughs)